Welcome to the Energized Mindset, where each episode blends equal parts manifestation and momentum to create your future success cocktail. I'm Carissa Jones, and I'm joined by my can't get through a sentence spell singing co-host, Jordan Schreiner. <laughs> Welcome to the Energized Mindset, everyone. I almost started singing right there. Help you me did. Yep, here we are. We are so happy to have you for today's episode. Chris and I are really excited about this. We're going to be talking about our own findings in building our business, things that we learned, things that we maybe wish we knew sooner, um, passing on little bits of info to you that could help on your journey. So um, if before we get into the thick of it, if you could please take a second to click subscribe to this podcast. If you get value from the episode today, if you could leave us a five-star star review. Uh, Take a screenshot of our artwork and put it in your Instagram stories and tell us your biggest takeaway. Any help you can give us by getting the word out is much appreciated. So Carissa, why don't you lead us off today? Could you tell us any like major aha moments as you started building this dream entrepreneurial life that you are, you're manifesting and you're bringing to fruition right now? Okay. So if I had to some it up in like a rapid fire, it would be stay organized and that there's no time, like there's no need to wait. Uh, But I'll share a short intro on, you know, what one of my businesses and three advice tips for anyone who wants to start out. (laughs) So one of my businesses is my sister and I bought an ice cream truck last year called the Cone Connection. And it's a, it's like a 1991 uh, school bus that was converted into uh, an ice cream truck. And we do private events. And so it's awesome. But the story behind that is I went with my family to visit someone that uh, we know who owns an ice cream shop. And he was, he mentioned casual conversation Uh you know, I'm going to sell my ice cream truck because I don't have the time because the the ice cream stand is doing so well. And in my mind at that moment, I was like, that's my truck because my, and then my sister and I have always wanted uh, to start a food truck together and go into business. But I didn't say, I didn't react to what he said. I didn't say anything to anyone. I kept it in my mind for, I don't know, a couple of months. And then I brought it up in conversation with my sister and she's like, yeah, let's do it. So then, uh, you know, I shouldn't have been arguing or ignoring eternally what was meant to be on my journey, but you know, there was a piece about it. And if you feel a piece about it, then it should be a go. And my sister, she's, she wouldn't be mad if I said this because she said it in an interview, but she said that she had no IBS over it. And that's how she knew it was the right move. (laughs) And honestly, looking back on it, I was never filled with the typical fears um, that some of my other businesses kind of get me. I think I was just too excited. And I think it was like I was jamming out, partying so loud in my own house that I I, um, I couldn't even greet fear at the door. So fear was like, fuck it, and went somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Uh, Yeah. I'm, it's just like becoming a parent. Is anyone really ready to become a parent? No, they learn as you go. And that's just like starting your own business. So the three tips, the first one is 
take advantage of your resources. So we have the library, we have interns needing work, there's friends and family offering help. Take it and leave that pride at the door because you'll need help. And when you accept the help, you know, never forget to show your appreciation. So whether it's a thank you card, a slice of the business, a gift card, a meal, like always pay it forward. Um, and surround yourself with those experts. Free teaching lessons, anyone? Have you have like your peers that are in the same business have a conversation with you and let them they'll tell you what works and what doesn't. They want to see you be successful. So see what they gained, be inspired by that and learn from it. Uh, on that same note, try and get as much uh, free advertising as you can. As we heard before, advertising is, or word of mouth is the best form of advertising. So it's easy. I mean, especially with social media. Not only can we advertise on our social media platforms for free, but our friends can share that, their friends can share that, and, you know, so on and so on. So, uh, one of my, one of Tiffany, my sister, and I, one of our goals last year was to spend zero dollars on advertising, and we did that, and we had a great season. Uh, number two, start small. Don't go breaking the bank for the luxury items. Think of your business as building a house from the ground up. Would one of your first purchases be curtains? As fun as that sounds, like, you know, decorating, that's the fun part, but it's probably not going to be your first purchase. So start with some concrete, spend that first year building a strong and sturdy foundation. And then once your first season or year or whatever, time frame you know suits that uh you you will sit down and you'll reevaluate and then you can see what's in your budget or account to allow you to add some fun extras some swag for the next year or season and the third one make it fun uh this one's obviously the easiest one for me but but say you have like a seminar or a class that you need to take for a certification you know, make an event out of it. Don't, don't dread it. Keep your eyes focused on the gratitude. Be thankful that you have the opportunity to learn and grow and expand your mind. And obviously if your business involves being in the public, uh, let them see you have fun because when you're having fun and your vibration is high, people matching that frequency will gravitate towards you. And now everyone's having a great time. And then you'll see the other people on the outside looking in, wondering, curious, like what's all the fun about? So they'll want to jump in on that too. I mean, in my situation, it's for that, uh, for the cone connection, it's, it's ice cream. I mean, how can you not be happy? It's ice cream. And if someone isn't having a good day, that's at that event. Uh, I gladly accept that challenge to cheer them up. So that's a, yeah, that's a snip. That's the snippet from me. Uh, Jordan, I know you were very, we're not opposites, I would say, but we definitely, I would say you're definitely more probably organized, strategic, and like have a nice, you, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to hear what you have to say. <laughs> well, yeah, no, so 
my we we are very different in so many ways but we are very similar as well mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of the beauty of our relationship which I'm so thankful for but yeah in my perspective of what I have learned so far in my uh, almost 10 years of entrepreneurship is it really started for me when I realized that I loved teaching as much as I loved singing. What I didn't realize at the time of graduating from my undergraduate degree was that singing was not going to pay the bills like I thought it was going to, at least in its early stages. Teaching, on the other hand, teaching voice was something that I loved that actually turned into a major source of steady income. So my first point, the first major thing that I learned was if you can make money doing something that you love, that brings you joy, I encourage you all to find a way to freaking do it. If that means helping someone in some way, providing a product or service or whatever, if it's in a service type Uh, job position. If you know that that's something that brings you joy 95% of the time, find a way to make an income with it. I make this point because I think so many of us see a vision or a plan and think that this is the be all end all. You must achieve it. You can't... You can't waver from the path. And that is just not true. It takes all the fun out of your entrepreneurial journey. That's like the whole thing is that you're not tied down. My chains are gone. I've been set free. I know there's going to be a couple people on here that really like that shout out. But I want you to be open enough to let that plan evolve. See where you can pivot and make the move. Something that we as an operatic community are trying to debunk right now is that to be an amazing opera singer, you can only be an opera singer. That you have to eat, sleep, and breathe opera. And I call BS. Yes, it is important to be the 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 best version of an opera singer as you can be. You need to study. You need to practice. But guess when I'm singing my best? It's when I'm financially stable. And what makes me financially stable? My teaching. My singing is better when I am teaching. So for anyone out there that is telling you that you cannot do it this way, I just, (laughs) it's not true. When people come to you saying, oh, that's just not how it's done. Oh, Jordan, isn't that cute? But that's just not how we get from point A to point B. Mm -mm -mm." I want you to realize that these people that are saying that just have not seen the vision yet. It is up to you to make your own path and to figure out what steps you are going to take to move yourself from point A to point B. Yes, accepting um, constructive criticism can be super helpful and important, but at the end of the day, it's what you are willing to do. It's what vision you see and how you want to make that come to fruition. Point two, thing two that I learned was uh, similar to actually what Carissa Carissa said, was get around people who are better than you at the thing that you want to do. People... you know, are so worried about their pride that that the thought of that makes them sweat. When I think about having the ability to get around someone that is a better singer than me, a better teacher than me, a better network marketer than me, a better business person than me, that makes me pumped. I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. I don't necessarily want to be the dumbest person in the room, <laughs> but I definitely don't want to be the le- the best. I want to learn. I want to be better because I'll tell you right now, I'm proud of where I am. I'm proud of what I have accomplished, but I know I can do better. I know that I can be better. So I'm really fortunate 
to have a few mentors in my life who have taught me in the singing world how to listen, how to diagnose, and how to come up with a game plan to show the singer how to get from point A to point B to make their most beautiful sound. It does take time. It does take dedication to become good at something, but you can speed up this process by getting around people who are even just 1% better than you. I'm taking every opportunity currently to watch my mentors work, watch, listen, absorb, and then the fun part is putting your own twist on it. So how can you do that in your own business today? How can you see what people are doing and take it and let it grow and evolve with your brand and do it your way? The next part about this is don't be afraid to ask questions. If you are doing the work and saying, okay, I'm going to put pride aside and I'm going to get around people who are better than me. You can't just sit there in silence. (laughs) If you get around these people, I want to encourage you all to ask questions. There's always going to be fear of looking dumb because that is at the root of it. We are hardwired to be, to protect ourselves that way. But I want you to start working through that fear and knock down a wall, start chipping away at it, get around these people, observe them, and then start asking questions. When you let yourself do this, it is like jumping in a freaking time machine. This is going to propel your growth and you are going to not even recognize your business after you let yourself go there. So that's number two. Number three, (laughs) this one, I feel like lately I've been trying to remind myself every couple days. That's not, that's not true. I live a very blessed and fruitful life, but never quit on a bad day. Take the time to disconnect first. What I mean by this is that humans are super connected to technology right now. We went from having, some of you may not even have been alive for this, but we went from having internet access only at work to having internet access only at the family computer in the living room that you had to share. Get off AIM. I need to check my email. We all remember those days. Some of us do, some of us don't. Then we went from having a cell phone then a cell phone that was connected to the internet, then to having also an iPad and an iPad that was connected to the internet. Now we have a freaking watch on our hand that is connected to the internet that will read you your emails. Being connected can be amazing. This allows us as entrepreneurs to work in small pockets of time, which is how so many of us build a side hustle and create um, a significant income stream. So I'm not saying that this is a bad thing. It can help us provide customer service, better customer service, and connect with someone really quickly when inspiration strikes. Like during this whole lockdown, Chris and I wouldn't have been able to do a podcast if it wasn't for the beauty of Zoom and to record and see each other's beautiful shining faces every (laughs) Saturday. Very true. But it's so important, you know, to make sure that we look at the positives when we are assessing the negatives as well. Now on the flip side, (laughs) we can feel super overwhelmed, overwhelmed because we are constantly connected, overwhelmed by emails, Gmail calendar notifications, looking at myself, uh, FaceTimes, Zoom meetings, conference calls, the list goes on and on. But being overconnected, being overworked can lead to you becoming overwhelmed anxiety-ridden, stressed. It can cause you to uh, have a lack of sleep because of the notifications constantly going off or possibly even lack of proper hydration because you haven't freaking moved from your computer all day because you've been meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting. So 
In terms of never quitting on a bad day, I want to encourage you all, if you feel like you're getting to your breaking point or you're feeling burnt out or overwhelmed, take a step back. I want you to take your shoes off. The The sun is shining in upstate New York today. Take your shoes off and stand barefoot in the grass. Feel the energy. Connect with nature. Some of you may think that that's hubbub might be it's a little left field for you, and that's fine. But whatever that equivalent for you, of, whatever that equivalent is for you, take your shoes off, connect. Change your mindset, change your energy, change your focus, and give yourself the chance to breathe. Has your brain had one second to process anything that you've experienced today or dealing with? Give yourself that time to breathe and process. What is actually going on? Get Step back into reality and not into the virtual reality that so many of us are living in. When you find yourself burning out and at your breaking point, Just try not to quit on a bad day. Find a way to make it through so that you can evaluate, reassess, and get a new look on the day rather than that, oh my gosh, day when you're like, okay, I'm in it. I'm emailing my boss and I'm quitting. Take a second. Take a step back. Disconnect and let yourself process. Remember, pivots are possible when you allow yourself to see it. So those are my three takeaways, um, you know, combining with Carissa's and, and mine, you can see that there's definitely some, uh, some inner intertwinings there and uh, some similar experiences. So, you know, the end of the day, it's all on you as an entrepreneur. And even if you're not an entrepreneur listening to this, but maybe you relate to this in terms of a personal relationship or something that you're doing, maybe you do work a job and you're working for someone and you know you take something away from this. We're all going to experience similar things in some, in some way or another. So just, if you take anything away from today, take a breath and let yourself process because we are all just trying to be the best version of ourselves. Krista, do you have any affirmations for us that we could be speaking if anyone's feeling this way or experiencing anything like this? Yeah, I have two affirmations and a quote. So the first one is today I say yes to my new venture. Preach it. Right. Uh, I am passionate about my business and that shows in everything that I do, Mm. which is important because if you're an entrepreneur, you, you know, selling yourself. You, that doesn't, it's not a time card. You don't punch in, punch out and behave a certain way. It's got to be a 24 seven commitment there. And a quote by Jamie Lynn Beatley, jobs fill your pocket, adventures fill your soul. Oh, oh. And I'm like, I want, I want both things full. <laughs> I love that. I want well, my pockets full and my soul full. <laughs> seriously, can, where can I get both? Anyone, anyone, anyone help me with that? <laughs> if you follow our six tips, you are guaranteed to fill your pockets and your souls. <laughs> if you send us $700,000 today, <laughs> Carissa and I can show you how to fill your pockets and adventure. And, all right. Yep. I lost it. But for a small you. fee. <laughs> for a small fee of $2 million, send us your Roth IRA. Today, we can help you achieve success. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to challenge you all to uh, speak one of those affirmations and really feel it, feel it in the depths. You got to believe it before you say it. And a small little assignment. I want to encourage you all to evaluate where you are. Allow yourself to see a bigger picture. If you haven't, 
look for a pivot. Is there, have you been feeling stuck? Have you been feeling unsatisfied? Are you allowing yourself to see pivots? Are you open to new possibilities? If you're happy with your R, if, whoa, hello. If you are happy with where you are, how could you be 1% better today? 1% happier. How could you give back 1% more? Whatever it is for you. Um, is it trying to get around someone who is better that, better at what you want to do? Could you ask an expert today a question? We're so, as we've said, we're so connected with social media. You can, you can connect with experts in your field. So could you ask them a question that would put you in a time machine for your business? Whatever it is, at the end of the day, we need to look fear in the face and tell it, not today, because Carissa Jones and Jordan Triner believe in you and are cheering you on to chase after the best version of your life that is possible. So thank you so much for tuning in today, Carissa, and I appreciate the audience so much and for being here with us. If you got any value from today, please remember to click subscribe, leave us a five-star review that helps us be seen in the podcast space. And if you could take a screenshot of this artwork that you're looking at and tell us one takeaway and tag us, you can find me at JMS Tenor, Carissa. Carissa M. Jones, K-A-R-I-S-S-A-M Jones. And let us know what your biggest takeaway is. We would love to connect with you on this. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen. And we look forward to seeing you next week. Bye.